Welcome everybody, to episode number 10 of the Third Star Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, joined as always by Mike. Mike known as Evil Lawn Gnome on Xbox Live. I almost said Ramen and Skewing, but Mike, how are you doing today? <laughs> What's up, world? Uh, just to let you know, one of ours had a birthday this past week. It would be yeah. Tyler. He turned 57. He's grumpy yeah. as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I am grumpy as hell, <laughs> but you know, it's, uh, I'm not 57, so thank you, though. Um, also joining us this week is Graham. Graham, how are you doing? We hit double digits, boys. Doing good here digits. in Canada. Congratulations yeah. to us all. Yes. Woo. What do you mean double digits? Episode ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, he's talking about <laughs> yeah, he's a one and a zero. Canada and stuff like that. I'm like, what yeah, happened? Shit, we're like, we're like two ahead of Star Wars now. <laughs> so we're three. We, we we hit ten degrees in our igloo. It's yeah. no longer below ten. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, so Graham, you're doing well. Good well, to sir. hear it. Uh, it's been an especially good week for you on the gaming front. We'll talk about that later. Oh, yes. But, uh, so let's get the business out of the way right away. Uh, please join our community and take part on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Third Sun Gaming, all words. Uh, the word third, word sun, S-U-N, and gaming at Third Sun Gaming. Uh, you can go to the website, www.thirdsungaming.com. While there, you can listen to all past episodes, at least the last five past episodes. And uh, while there, you can also click on the forums button and take part in the discussion. There, we're having a pretty good discussion about the NHL 17 beta currently and uh, other sports games we'd like to play, as well as what genres are our favorites right now. So those are kind of three that are going. Um, please uh, stop by there, take part in that. And the best way to make sure you never miss an episode is to subscribe to the show on iTunes. Just go on iTunes, look up Thirds on Gaming, click that subscribe button, and it will automatically download every week that we post it on Friday. So with that, let's move into the news this week. Kind of a lot to cover. First up, Nintendo. Um, just when they get you excited, they work really hard to correct that. Um, <laughs> new in your opinion. Is in my opinion. We'll get into this. But the new, the new league suggests that the Nintendo NX will be a hybrid of home and portable consoles. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to point out Nintendo just reported huge losses for the quarter ending June 2016. Losses of 24.5 billion with a B. Yen. Holy shit. Yeah. So, See, kind of a do, do we have kind of, some kind of conversion on that? No, but I, anytime, no it starts, it anytime it's a B, it's probably not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Grandma, whoever's, whoever's eating... That's not me. <laughs> oh, I swear to God, I hit the button. I swear to God, I have my finger on it. I tapped it, and then... Uh, I mean, it's okay. We only record for like two hours. Yeah. So, I, have no, I, I have no idea why that happened. Anyway. Graham. Yes, sir. The Nintendo route. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> well, first of all, they're, they're rumors, so we don't know if anything is certain. But they seem to be pretty reliable sources. Um, it seems like... The hybrid thing is the biggest thing, like cartridges we don't know really about. Mm -hmm. But they've always been strong supporter of the 3DS, which I own myself, and I quite enjoy it. So they seem like that's their biggest thing right now. Most of their big software sales is due to the 3DS. So, and they're probably thinking, okay, the Wii U is really struggling, so maybe think, okay, we merge them, then this could save it. But I've been hearing, like, a lot of people are hyped for this, and it is Nintendo, and people have faith in them, and they have the franchises. So I'm very curious to see when they actually solidify some of this information to know exactly what it is. But the biggest thing about it being, like, a hybrid and the controls, like, snapping off, like, 
it seems I don't know too much of a novelty. I don't I don't know. It's probably going to wear off quickly. I hope it doesn't. Now the saving grace to this because people talk about maybe the quality of the games won't be that good is the fact that it will be able to play the, the new Legend of Zelda game which is supposed to be in 1080p and all its glory. So I don't know how this is going to do but I can see that it is it's like a new tech not really new technology but I guess a new idea. So this is kind of why they didn't want to show it off because they're afraid their competitors would try to rip it off. I don't know if they would now. But, uh, no, I'm very curious to see what direction it goes in. And, like I said, it's just speculation right now. So I don't want to get too excited or too anti-Nintendo. Okay, Graham, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so first of all, we talked about this. And, yes, Legend of Zelda is going to play on it. What else? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. It's actually... That's the thing. We have no idea. So, it, like I said, if when we were talking off air, if if this game launches with Legend of Zelda and like eight mobile games, mm-hmm. that's a huge problem. And most people, at least in the United States, and I get that in Japan, everybody's in the mobile market, and that's what this is geared for—the the functionality and the versatility of it is geared towards that market too. Totally understand. But if that functionality takes away from the experience of plugging into my television where it's never going to move from. Yeah. Then I'm not, I'm not okay with that. And the other thing too, that I have a huge concern with is how much is this going to cost? Because I, I guarantee it's going to be cartridges. Cause if you take it mobile and you have discs involved, that's a huge problem. Yeah. You're, so, yeah. and I, I see this being something where a lot of systems are going to get broken. Because you're going to have morons taking it, you know, places they should not be taking it and dropping it in water or, you know, dropping it down a flight of stairs or whatever. And it's just going to be shattered and waterlogged or whatever. But how much is this thing going to cost? Because to pull off this type of functionality, Nintendo took a loss when they sold Wii U. They sold it at a loss. They've already said they're not going to do that with the NX or whatever it ends up being called. So... If this thing comes out and it's $500, and, and I get, Graham, you're excited that they're going to 1080p, and congratulations on going to 1080p <laughs> eight years after 1080p became the standard. Yeah. Actually, they, but, they said that it's possible it can go up to 4K as well. Ooh, like, these I mean, are rumors, right? Yeah. Nobody knows for sure. Right. Well, here's the problem. If it's just 1080p, mm-hmm. three years into its life cycle, 1080p is going to be considered last gen mm-hmm. because the 4K, you know brand and quality is going to be adopted by more and more and more people year over year. So, but I go back to the other question. What if this thing is $500? Because I think that's the max the Scorpio release is at. And I, and I would be shocked if the, if the Neo was uh, 500, uh, I think it's going to come in at four. So mm-hmm. what if it's $500? Like, okay. I know, I know you're going to buy it, but can you justify 30 million people buying it? No, okay, so first of all, you said that if you get this yourself, mm-hmm. that it would just stay at home, it wouldn't be yeah. a portable thing. Yeah. So maybe they're going to come out with like the option if you can buy it as a bundle of both, like so it's portable and it's stationary. Because like you, there are a lot of people out there that will not take it with them. Oh. Like there's no way of denying that this is the, the case, right? So I would say that they're going to offer like something to suit you guys that is going to stay at home 
and maybe a different bundle where it comes with like two things together for the people like me because actually I don't do much like portable game but I would I'll try it out because it's mm -hmm. Nintendo and you know sometimes like say like they try to do it with the Vita and like you start playing a game and all that stuff and then you you don't want to turn it off so you pretty much just take it with you on your portable and then you don't like it's seamless right especially people like travel commute back and forth to work that can do that kind of stuff so I think they have to appeal to both sides people that will not be like a portable audience and the people will be just using it as a home console because if you say everyone has got to have it so it's portable then yeah they're going to shoot themselves in the foot and mm -hmm. they got to be smarter than that like don't limit yourself like that you're saying you're going to take it with you but you live in canada i'm not taking it outside because it's going to be stolen when i'm robbed by somebody in an electric chair that has more guns than teeth <laughs> Sadly, and that I'm sorry, but if somebody sees you walking down the street, you know, with a $500 device on you, man, you better be surrounded by a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So people don't I walk just, around with tablets around them or like laptops. No, or, no. no. they're they're in they're in their bags, man. Yeah, they don't freehand that shit over here. No, yeah. and I, I don't want to make it sound like America's the wild west and you're in danger the moment you walk outside, <laughs> but. Yeah. I still, I wouldn't want to take it with. I would just, I would be spending all my time making sure I knew where it was. Yeah. So, and I know that that's not the case for everybody, but I just, I don't see it. I, I'm not big into portable gaming anyway. I, you know, on my, on my phone, I play turn-based games uh, where I can play my turn and then turn off till the other person plays their turn, and then it sends me an alert. Great, cool. Mm -hmm. But I don't see myself carrying this giant thing with me. And, and playing games with it all the time. I just I don't see it. And I, I think that when you get into the detachable controllers on the sides, if that's true, man, you're asking that's a lot of stuff that can get broken and bent and Yeah. Yeah. Like like and the system is coming out, they keep saying in March. Mm. So we've gotta get some solid information. Well, yeah, Although the Neo is supposed to be released real soon and we know nothing on that. We're gonna get the the NX info at Tokyo Game Show, guaranteed. Like and that, that? that's their, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I, feel, you know, I should know that, but it's uh, I don't remember. But that's their that's their home field, right? They're gonna they're gonna do it there. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm definitely so, looking forward to it, and I'm very curious to what they're gonna do. Yeah. And how people react. But like I said, you can't alienate people because, like I said, a lot of people will not take it with them. Like older people, right? Like people just they can't do it they won't do it so you right. can't just do that for sure right so all right moving on uh three fields entertainment which uh nobody's probably heard of but you have probably heard of the game what? burnout and the people who are currently working for three fields entertainment uh they developed all the burnout games that we know from the original xbox and uh like playstation 2 playstation 3 and xbox 360 so they just made dangerous golf which got pretty much panned across critics you know it was not considered a great game um 
they're currently tweeted out this week saying that they're now starting to work on a driving game again, which is really cool news for fans of the Burnout series. And, you know, Mike, I know you were into these games. You were, you were a big fan of Revenge. So what, yeah. uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I liked Revenge and uh, um, Paradise. I, I, I mean, but more so Revenge. The last one on the original Xbox. Uh, my thoughts on this is do another Revenge, but make it more robust. Make it with, you know, levels. And you can change, you know, your car skins. And, you know, you can do you know different abilities and and all that stuff just make it a far more robust game people like that game to begin with so why mess with the with a formula that works so when that comes out i'm hoping i'm hoping it's like that yeah i'm a i'm more of a fan of burnout 3 takedown uh, i thought that game was super fun the crashes you can start and all that type of thing um if you can give me a, a next gen version of burnout 3 takedown I'm all in. My next gen, I don't just mean an extra port. I mean, like, actually, you know, a bigger game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I, I would love to see that. So, uh, looking forward to seeing what they come up with there. I hope they uh, do a little better than Dangerous Golf, though. Uh, next up, Amazon mistakenly listed the Destiny collection on their site this week. They do that a lot. Yeah, I was, I was thinking the same do. thing, eh? Um, so, it was pulled down very quickly, but it teased the release date of August 18th, and... You know, this is a next-gen thing. It's for Xbox One and PS4. And I'm assuming that what you're going to get here is all of the DLCs and the, the core game, Taken King, and all of the DLCs leading up to the, the new expansion that's coming out in September. So yeah. uh, if you're into that, uh, watch for that coming out. Uh, other Destiny news, just very quickly, they just released their final patch for the 360 and the PlayStation 3. So... At this point, if you want to play Destiny and get anything new, you will need to upgrade your console. And it's been almost three years, so you probably should anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. It's time. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon Go has reached 75 million downloads worldwide. Um, oh. Just mentioning that because that's an astounding number. Even for a free game. Mm-hmm. After yeah. two weeks. You know, it's just, or three, is it? But, uh, but it's an astounding number, and, and congratulations to them. Uh, sad news for Nintendo, though. People actually figured out that Nintendo's not behind Pokemon Go. Whoops. And uh, their stock took a little bit of a tumble. So I hope you weren't one of the people that rushed down and bought a ton of Nintendo stock. They are not behind Pokemon Go. So they uh, they that came back on them this past week, and their stock crashed pretty good. And, yeah, maybe that $24.5 billion yen loss had something to do with that, too. But, um, yeah. but yeah. I'm surprised people didn't know, though. Like, and... Because their stock went up so high, like so fast, like all those people, nobody knew that, and nobody like told the other person. Okay. So, Graham, this is 2016. Nobody knows anything unless it's on Twitter or YouTube. So it's it's just reality. I mean, people just associate Nintendo with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, why didn't they just look at the copyright on the on the video game? Because it requires, well, it requires reading. That's what I was gonna say. Like, it's not that hard shit. to figure out, right? Like, I, like when I heard this, I'm like. People didn't know this, like, and it went up that high from ignorance. Like, wow. Yeah. So there's, you know, I mean, no offense to anybody if you invest, yeah, yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. No, but, no offense. But there's a lot of knuckle draggers out there that are really disappointed. So. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, you know, sorry if you ended up losing your, you know, last three paychecks on this, but, um, yeah, just before you invest your money in anything, just read. I guess. Yeah. Um, and if you invest, and if it shoots up like skyrockets right away, then pull out right there because it's only going to go up so far, and then it's going to come down. Yep. Okay, Wolf of Wall Street. That's some financial advice for you. There you go. 
That's free. We're now a financial show. Yeah. All right. Back to the world of gaming where we kind of know something. Um, you're going to get two uh, Xbox One S bundles next month and uh, on August 23rd. And the unique thing about these is they are the only two ways currently to actually lock in a 500 gigabyte or one terabyte version of the Xbox One S. So both of these consoles are the white version rather than the Gears of War one, which is that red thing. And uh, there are two bundles available here. One is for Madden NFL 17. Aren't you going to own that one thing? The red thing, you mean? The red thing, sorry. I probably am going to own the red thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is kind of cool, though, because the claw marks are actually, like, engraved into the, the thing, the, the box. So they're actually indented into there. Machine. Uh, kind of cool. Yeah, the machine. Are you going to get that $500 you know, for, you know, a better term, we'll, make, we'll make up a word. <laughs> we'll make up a word called machine to call it today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what they do. They machine it into the plastic. There you go. Cool. Um, Anyway, these consoles are both the white console, and uh, you you can pre-order it in either 500 gigs or one terabyte. Um, There's one, like I said, that includes Madden NFL 17, and the other one has the Halo kind of collection, which is Halo Master Chief Collection and Halo 5. Mm-hmm. Can, can I? Uh, yeah. Is there any option to get a black Xbox One S? No, not currently. No, because black boxes don't matter. No. <laughs> but but no. see, okay, someone like me, I'm sure there's other people out there, if they have everything all set up, their entertainment center, and yeah. everything's all nice and black and all like looks <laughs> beautiful together, and then you throw in this black, I'm not racist, <laughs> and it just throws it all off, like... I really am hesitant to buy it just because it's white. You are whiter than the fucking snow. We all know that. Here's the deal. There's a lot of people out there that are going to feel the same way as you do. Because a lot of the electronics now are all black. You know, some of them are going to, to kind of going retro and going back to uh, um, the aluminum look or the, yeah. the metal look. But but beyond that, uh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people going to be like, man, now my, my system doesn't look that great. Yeah. The, the thought process, though, is what it always has been, and that's, you know, people want one they don't have, right? So, when yeah. the first two and a half years, every Xbox One was black, and now everybody's like, well, except for the Sunset Order, I want to take that back. But, mm-hmm. other than that, everyone was black, I think, and uh, now that was 360. Okay. So, then it's like, well, I want a white one. Well, now here's a white one. Well, and now, now next year, they're going to come <laughs> out with a, with a One S that's black, and everybody's, yeah. and there are going to be people that actually buy both. Yeah. Yeah, well, yep. I might be one of them, but I'm thinking yeah. too. Maybe they're thinking so. If like a friend comes over to my house, and say if it was black, they'd be like, "Well, they wouldn't notice difference, right?" But now they look like, "Oh, you got the new Xbox One." Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yep. Marketing strategy. Yep. Yeah. So, so anyway, those two bundles are available for uh, pre-order at this point. If you're interested in either Madden NFL 17 or the Halo Collection or an Xbox One S, so uh, moving on. No. Sure. What do you think? Do you think the Keebler elves scratch the, the claw marks into each Xbox as it goes through a, a you know an assembly line? Maybe it's yeah. possible. Yeah, we should, it, we should get our uh, investigators on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, all right. All right, hey, uh, good contribution. Thank you. <laughs> um, so next up, uh, PlayStation owners, uh, PlayStation Four owners in particular, you're going to be getting a 4.0 firmware update in August, but it is such a, a large update. They're actually looking for people to help test the beta. So kind of similar to the Xbox preview program, they're looking for people to go onto the website, sign up. If you want to, you know, take uh, have early access to some of these features and send them feedback, be warned. There are yeah. a lot of cool things you get 
going through this and doing the preview program, there are a lot of not cool things that happen. Yeah. Like, like freezing. Fact, like freezing. The fact that I've had to download an update on my Xbox One for like eight of the last ten days. At random times. At when totally you random times. play yeah. a game that just came out in mm-hmm. the beta and you get all yep. excited and then it's like, I'm sorry, now you got to wait. Yeah, 30, another, 30, another minutes. 30 minutes because you got to download an update. And it really, it's really irritating and aggravating, but... And I don't, yeah, go yeah. ahead, Mike. I was listening to Katy Perry, and I'm like, this is my jam. And then all of a sudden, boop, new Xbox needs to update. Fuck you. Not now. <laughs> not not the best part. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, that that is available for PlayStation 4 owners. Um, it, it, you know, the preview program's good. It, it's done a lot of good things for Xbox, but just be warned going into it, you will have hiccups if you sign up for this. It's, it's not, uh, maybe you will at some point have hiccups with your experience, so... Yeah. But you can help shape it and uh, make yes. it better, right? Yep. So and that's you are contributing. Yep. And, and they just actually that, that update, Tyler, that we have that they've been updating the hell out of, the update that they've been updating, which is pretty much true, yeah. um, just released for everybody else. So I'm pretty sure that they were just cranking them out, trying to get all the bugs out that quick. Yeah, probably. So, all right. Uh, next up, staying on the PlayStation 4, you will not need PlayStation Plus to play No Man's Sky online. That's good news for a lot of people that are really excited about this game. Yeah. And it's it's going to increase the install base of the game. So mm-hmm. good for them. And, you know, this game comes out very short, very soon. So, and what, eight more than 18 quintillion planets or whatever it is that yeah. You, can, yeah. you can play or you can explore and find. Yeah. So... But I heard there was limitations on this as well, that you cannot save your data and upload it to the, like, online database. Okay. So. And that makes sense. Yeah. But then that, that does take away from it, too, though, right? So, oh, yeah, very much so. Well, it's kind of a good uh, advertising ploy, then, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. Here, try it, but if you want this, yeah, it's only $50 a year. I don't own a PS4, but this is what you do, and yep. this would be like the second game ever I would buy for PS4 that I didn't own. The first one being Demon's Souls. Yep. So I'm looking forward to this. Yep. All right. So like, like I said, that game comes out very, very soon. Uh, first week of August, I think, isn't it? Yep. Is it August 2nd August or 8th? August 9th? I think it's August 9th. August 9th, yeah. Oh, so it is still coming out, right? Because remember I was telling you about that. Yeah, they're having that yeah. lawsuit thing going yeah. on, but uh, I, they're still planning on coming out August 9th, as far as I know. So Yeah, okay. I'm definitely interested in trying it out. So, Telltale, starting with Batman. Um, some Telltale games will include a multiplayer mode called Crowdplay, and I kind of laugh as I say that because it's you're not, not playing. Really a multi- <laughs> First of all, you're not really playing anything yeah. anyway. Yeah. And second, it's not a multiplayer mode when all you do is make decisions. Yeah. So what it does is enables, like, up, potentially yeah, a ton of, well, yeah, to just help choose like the response. Mm-hmm. And it can be done locally or, I think, over multiplayer. And uh, and it helps shape the game for you somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be like the prices, right? Like everybody's yelling numbers. And... Yeah, probably. So. Pretty, much. Pretty much. But it's like a huge voting thing where you, you know, get, get the opportunity. Everybody yeah. gets to weigh in and, and then the decision's kind of made for you. So At least at least locally you can reach the person's back of their head. Yeah, and smack them, yeah. yeah. So, there you go. So anyway, if you're interested in that, that is coming, starting with the Batman game, which uh, episode one of that comes out next week. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Lastly, wrap up the news. Mike can attest to you, like, how hard it is, like, once this happens to you. But if you don't want to lose your Xbox Live gamer tag, 
all you have to do is sign into your account once every five years. And I don't think that's <laughs> going to be, I don't think it's going to be a problem for anybody listening to this show. Cause you're probably pretty into gaming. I'm assuming you log in more than once every five years. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, but maybe you have that secondary account or whatever that you still want to keep. You got to log in at least once every five years or it's gone. I'm like, it didn't happen to you because you didn't log in. It was another issue. Yeah. But how hard was it to get it back? I could not get it back. Well, I, well, I couldn't get it back until they did this release where they, where they got everything. Um, well, the reason why is, is what I wanted was was on the 360, I changed it to, when I first got 360, I got to change it to Blix 360. You know? And so what I wanted on the one was just Blix 1, but uh, for whatever reason, somebody picked up that username, so I couldn't do anything about it. But I, but I didn't want to be Blix360 on the on the Xbox One. So I changed it to Ryman and Stealing, and then I got tired of that. And so I tried to get back Evil Lawn, though. <laughs> so I pretty much sat on um, support with uh, this guy for a good hour, you know, trying to convince him that this is the same person. I mean, you look, I had him look at one account, had him look at the other account, same information, you know. But because I could not access the email address, because it didn't exist anymore, because it used to be Roadrunner in Southern California, and Roadrunner got t- taken over by Time Warner Cable, and after a while they phased out those uh, email addresses, and so it was it was no longer accessible, and I just flat out couldn't get it back until uh, they released all the usernames um, recently. So now you know I'm back to uh, back to having what I wanted to begin with, but yeah. Um, Keep your email, make it, make, boys and girls, make an email that you can always access on Gmail or Hotmail, Hotmail or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, something I was going to suggest that for sure. Or, yep. or Yahoo or something like that, you know, that you can just put on a piece of paper, put it away in, in your, you know, your important documents thing. So if it ever comes to the point where you want to get it, you can get it back because if you don't have information, you're just absolutely screwed. Yeah. So I will say this. No matter how much it sucks to try to recover all that on Xbox, it's still better than what our friends at PlayStation do it because they can't change their gamer tag at all. Really? Yes, they've never been able to. They still can't. Uh, I'm surprised that. That's the wow. case. Yep. Yeah. You cannot change it. It's a. It's. I'm telling you, it's free money for Microsoft. Yeah. People don't oh, pay yeah. ten dollars to yeah. change their gamer tag. I yeah. did it once, but, so that's. Yep. But you cannot change your PlayStation name, ever. Huh. So, you know, it's, um, Podcast Beyond uh, for IGN used to have a segment where they'd have people, you know, that are now ashamed of their PlayStation name. Because <laughs> they either made it when they were drunk or when they were 14. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I mean, right? Like, As you get older, like, the... You know, and it has, like, you know, XX, teabag your mom, 420, you know, XX yeah, yeah. at the end of it. And, and then now they're, like, 25. And, <laughs> yeah. and they, like, bring, you know, they... they Go home with their girl, meet parents, and you know, fire up PlayStation, and there's you know, IT major mom for twenty. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so it's, it's a little awkward. So, oh, PlayStation, full of a god, just let people change their name. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, how, how is that so hard? I still don't understand why that's I, a thing. It can't but, be. It can't be that difficult. It really can't. No, apparently it is because they haven't done it yet. But all right, uh, that does it for news this week. Time for new releases this week. Grand, watch Phil in on what we can spend money on that's new in the store. Okay, there's definitely a lot of indie releases. Very quiet on the AAA front, which uh, I guess that'll be coming in the fall. So we got some games to tie us over. Uh, the biggest one would be Fairy. Yep, Fairy Fencer F 
Advent Dark Force. This is available on the PS4 on July 26th. This is a JRPG. Uh, it was on the PS3 and it's re-released on the PS4. So if you guys uh, haven't had a chance, now you can play it with uh, better graphics. Uh, also, um, on the indie side of things, we have Quadrilateral Cowboy. This is available on the PC on July 25th. It's a first-person heist game. Uh, heist. Uh, and we have Among the Sleep. This is a PS4 game on July 26th. This is a horror game played from a toddler's perspective. So something different, but uh, I'm sure it'd be a good good time killer. That game got some got some air D3. Actually, I remember seeing that. Oh really? Eh? Yep. I didn't mm-hmm. catch I didn't catch that one. It looked kind of intriguing. Yeah. Well, it sounds intriguing. I don't know yeah. how it worked off. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Headlander for PS4. This is available on July 26. This is a side-scrolling action game. Uh, you essentially switch heads on different robo bodies and um, complete missions. And our last uh, indie one would be Hyper Light Drifter. This is available for PS4, Xbox One, and available on July 26. Now, this was a crowdfunded side-scrolling action game. Now, this game was described as a mix of Zelda, A Link to the Past, which was an amazing game on Super Nintendo, highly recommended if nobody's ever played it, and Diablo, which that's a great game as well. So any game that's described as a mix of these two games, I would say is definitely worth checking out. I'm not sure what the price is on that one, but um, if it's not too high, I would I'd say download it. Uh, next up for the Xbox guys, um, Xbox Preview Program. We have We Happy Few. Now, Tyler, I know you've played this game. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, and I haven't dove uh, too deep into it yet, but I've played enough to at least get the feel and. I love the, and I, I know they, they don't always love when you say this, but I love the Bioshock type feel of this world mm-hmm. in the game. Now, it plays very differently. It's just a different type of game. But, you know, you find yourself, like, sitting down at, like, these redacting machines, you know, where you go and you look at the articles and say, do we censor this or not? I found myself, like, getting lost in that and just keep going to new ones and finding new power cells and going through more and more and more articles because it, it gives you more backstory to what's going on so cool and that's, things like that are good yeah and like for it being an xbox preview program mm-hmm. you recommend people should grab it yeah i mean this game was this game got such good feedback coming out of e3 and, and all the reviews so far have been good you know the, the cool thing about this you spend the 30 dollars, and then if the game's 50 when it's fully released you still get the full game for the 30 dollars yeah you know, when, if you buy it now you get the full game so if you're price, somewhat so. interested, then it's yeah. worth it for sure. Uh, the only the only downfall is that the, a lot of the story stuff isn't fleshed out in this alpha. It's very much just sort of a gameplay mechanic type thing, and you get a feel for the world. And once you get outside of like the you know the, the your initial area into the town, there's really no story to be told. It's just kind of gameplay, but um, generic gameplay. But if if you like it, if it looked cool to you at E3, I recommend getting in on it now because you'll get the game for cheaper than what it costs at full release. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it seems like the preview program is the way to go. If if it's a game that intrigues you, then you save the money. Now, to finish up, we have DLC for Fallout 4. You guys remember that game, right? Nope. Of course you do. Well, Mike got hit with him, the head with shovel, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. This is Vault-Tec Workshop. Now... This is, I think, their second-last DLC. 
Um, basically, it allows you to build your own vaults, and you have vault dwellers that you run experiments on. People seem to be really enjoying it. I haven't even touched it yet because there's this new game coming out, uh, NHL 17. Yeah. We'll talk about that yeah. later. Um, this has lots of stories quests, so it's not like you're just bringing more materials to build, which it also has that. And uh, this is available on the Xbox One, PS4, and PC, and it came out on July 26th. So uh, let us know about these uh, vaults you guys have made, and what kind of yeah. crazy experiments you've been doing, and should I check this out, or uh, it's not that big of a deal? Oh, please, you're going to buy it like five times. I've already downloaded it. I have the okay. season pass. <laughs> so <laughs> as far as putting in time, I'm eventually I will. When, okay. when, a, when a beta <laughs> goes away, then I get some free time. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, so let us know what games you guys recommend, which ones you guys played, which ones you've enjoyed, and which ones we should invo avoid. And how much you're looking forward to the real games coming next month. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's move on. Let's move into what you can save your money on, the deals this week. Uh, Mike, what can we save our money on this week? Yeah, you know this and that. Yeah? Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, a little of this. We're just going to have a Seinfeld episode now, or? <laughs> it's about nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's a garage sale. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, starting off with the PlayStation 4, the plus free games for this month are still Fury and Saints Row Get Out of Hell. Going on to new stuff um, for August, we have Tricky Towers, which I have no idea what that's about yet. But I do know about the other one, Rebel Galaxy, because I actually reviewed this game. Um, it, it's actually a great game for being free. Uh, it's kind of, mm. it's, it's, how should I put this? It's not, there's no Z access in this game. It's, it's all X, Y. So, yeah. but there's a lot, there's, there's, there's trading, there's, there's pirating, there's commerce, there's all kinds of stuff going on in this game. And if you like, you know, your, your, uh, your space simulator type things with a story, this is the game, this is definitely a game you're going to want to download. And it had kind of like a Wild West element to it, it felt like. A little bit. Yeah. Just in tone. But yeah. 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 yeah I, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. You the whole pirating thing, the whole yeah. the whole lawlessness in mm -hmm. certain regions. And, and some know. of the characters, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So Good versus bad, mm -hmm. neutral, and military versus, you know, non-military. Well, non-military, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good versus Mil bad. Militaristic. Bad. Planets versus not so militaristic science. All right. There you go. All right. So we'll go with what's going on with the PS4 this this uh, this week. Uh, Battlefront season pass thirty four ninety nine. The crew season pass twelve forty nine. Um, you know you might want to check that game out before you buy it. Uh, it if you like driving across the United States and just driving, then that may be your thing. But I've done it five times and no. Um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate Season Pass is $20.99. Battleborn Season Pass uh, is $13.99. So I'm going to move on to the games now since that link wasn't correct. And to finish that off, I, it's a Season Pass week on PS4. It's got a bunch of Minecraft Season Passes as well. The Story Mode, um, the Story Mode Pass Deluxe, I guess. Um, I didn't know you needed to have two season passes, but apparently you do. Um, so, with that being said, we're going to move on to the Xbox. Games with Gold for August. 
August, boys and girls. Starting at um, the 1st of August is Warriors Orochi Ultimate 3. I do not have any experience with this game. Um, I do not know if it's mm -hmm. popular. Um, I don't know if you guys can get in on this at all. No, I've actually never even heard of it. No, yeah, same here. No, I haven't either. I mean, That's well, I've, I've heard of it before, but it, I, I don't think it's so popular in, yeah. in the West. Yeah. Um, but, but from August 16th on, you can get um, WWE 2K16, which is an excellent game for free. Yeah. Triple A $60 game. Oh. Yep. Yep. I think Graham, you better get in on that, actually. Yeah, I think I will. It's actually, it's actually a pretty fun game. You know, I mean, it's for free. I mean, guys, download it. I mean, well, yeah. You around. have nothing to lose, right? Yep. yep. And then on the 360, starting on the first, is Spelunky, which is extremely worth the download. Um, it is a very, very, very hard game. It's kind of uh, um, what's the uh, Binding of Isaac sort of thing, where you go and you go till you die, and all the ran all the rooms are, are are generated, and everything is always different. But it's really hard, mm -hmm. so it's definitely worth a download. And one that I own already from August 16th on is Beyond Good and Evil HD, which is an old game that was reported in HD way back on the 360, mm -hmm. and it is also very much worth playing. So. That's what we got going on for the freebies for this for August coming up with uh, Xbox. Now finally a good lineup, eh? Yeah. 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 Right. And then uh, the one I wanted to harp on for the deals this week is the Escapists. It's only six dollars and sixty cents. Oh, okay. I'm gonna pick that up, Tyler. Um, All right. Cool. It, it's definitely worth it. it is that um, just core game or is yeah, that? Yeah, that's just okay. a core game. Okay. Yeah. But uh, but uh, all all the add-ons and stuff like that are not that expensive. Um, is it Sorry, I know there's one. I know there's one expansion for that game that someone on the podcast would immediately go buy like ten times over. The Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Walking Dead expansion for the Escapists. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then you get the another Graham's another one right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's where yeah. I am right now. Graham's ripping a clip on Xbox. Right yep. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we got another World 20th Anniversary Edition. It's 50 percent mm. off. Um, See the Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, the Phantom Pain, thirty-three percent off. Ground Zeroes is seventy-five percent off. Night Squad, which was a freebie once upon a time, is thirty-three percent off. Um, there's another Killer Instinct character, Arya's up, for eighty percent off, which is a dollar ninety-nine. Um, here we go with the Rory McGilroy. I don't care. McElroy. McElroy. Oh boy. That damn name. Uh, PGA <laughs> Tour, 70% off. It's for free on uh, EA Access. Uh, would not buy. Um, they never completed anything they said that they were going to do. Um, Bridge Constructor is 50% off. Battlefield Hardline Criminal Activity is for free this this, this uh, week. I actually missed out on the, the BF4 uh, um, download last week. Did you? Yeah, I, I think yeah. I missed out on some too. Unfortunately. Worms Battlegrounds is 75% off. There's going to be a new one coming out soon. Starport Gemini, 50% off. Sheltered, 33% off. Pro Evolution Soccer 2016 Digital Exclusive Bundle is 33% off. Don't waste your money. The new ones are coming. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So that that's it's another short week this, this week as far as that's concerned. So you know what? Okay. Off to you, Tyler. Let's go. All right, let's see what we've been playing. Uh, Graham, I'm going to throw it to you. Now, don't go like... Super 10-minute thing into it, because we're going to talk about it. But go no, ahead, what, what have you been playing? I, I won't go super into <laughs> it. I'll keep it brief. I've been playing Kerbal Space Program. Really? Now, yes. Yeah, you bought it. Nice. Yeah, I, I bought it the day it was released. 
Yeah. This game, the tutorials is really long, and you better be ready to read uh-huh. and pay attention. Um, at one point, I was progressing through the tutorials. I got to one point where I just couldn't figure it out. It was like kind of getting frustrating, and so then at one point I was like, "Screw it! I'm gonna try it and start playing it." So I completed a few missions, and I kept blowing up. Lost all my budget of money. Couldn't buy any more pilots. So I, I don't know if I got to restart or what I got to redo. But it's it's fun. It is actually fun, but it's hard, challenging. challenging. Yeah. And you need to know your physics and kind of like some space travel mumble jumble. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. What's that? The fact that you say mumble jumble tells me that you probably wouldn't have been a very good scientist. <laughs> <laughs> that is technical terms, I tell you. Okay. <laughs> I want to get this game though. I, really I read it in my rocket science. Yeah. It looks really fun. Yeah. It, no, it, it's fun, and there's a lot, a lot to it. Like a lot. Like you're pretty much managing like uh, research and development, science experiments, upgrading the launch pad, and. It, yeah, no, if people are into that kind of stuff and they don't mind, like, failing and, like, messing around with science and stuff, I'd highly recommend it. Uh, also, I've been playing NHL 16 a little bit, and I said it right, and I played NHL 17 beta that was released. Yay! I'm just going to say, really enjoying it. We'll talk about it a little more later. Yep. And also, I played a little bit of Pokemon Go and Ingress, but more Ingress than Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, you can set up missions for Ingress, and it sets up like like a trail, like down by the water here. There's like everyone goes on bikes and jogs it. So there's like mm-hmm. like benches that are dedicated by certain people and stuff like that. So pretty much gets you like look at this stuff and. Yeah, no, it's lots of fun. There's lots of people playing around where I live. Um, I played it. I took over some portals, and as soon as I got home, other people took over the portals already. So now it's like, okay, now I gotta get back there. Hmm. So, how about you guys? What you guys been killing? Um, I have been playing We Happy Few, and talked about that a little bit already. But uh, loving the feel of the game so far. You know, excited to get into it a little bit more and see kind of what else is there. You know, minus the story part. And uh, just see if the game holds up to the excitement that everybody has around it. So, uh, looking forward to doing that. Played some NHL 16, um, possibly for the last time. Yeah. We'll get into that. Um, I did play a little bit of Madden, and I jumped into NHL 17 Beta, which we will talk about here in a little bit. As far as Pokemon Go goes, so Graham, you are talking about, like, you were talking about Ingress, right, with all the spots? Yeah. Okay, so Ingress and Pokemon Go, for those of you who don't know, very, very similar games, right? Oh, it's made by the same company. Um, Portals, like I was saying, Portals are basically Pokestops. Yeah. So you could kind of do both at the same time, but you kind of got to choose one. Mm -hmm. So, Graham, I'm going to tell you this, and this is the difference between Canada and America, all right? You're talking about all these, like, portals or Pokestops or, like, benches and historical things and, like, lakes and pretty stuff and peaceful stuff. The closest Pokestop to me, and I know because I'm on vacation and when I get really bored because it gets really boring, say, trash for a week, I get up and and drive. I know that's against, like, you know, the intent of the game (laughs) to the closest Pokestop. And the closest Pokestop to me is a giant tank. So that's the difference between America and Canada. Canada has, like, monuments and lakes and stuff like that. We have a tank. 
That's awesome. So that's the closest Pokemon. Wait a minute, not a tank tank. What kind of tank? No, it's like a tank. It's at the army supply thing. It's like a tank. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Oh, I know what that said. That's across yeah. the subway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but uh yeah, so it's like a it's like a tank. And that's you know, America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but uh yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that and uh trying to level up little by little. Um I'm I'm trying so hard to not be like the people that I know some people that have spent like over a hundred dollars on this game. <laughs> oh really? Buying yeah, like poke, yes. pokeballs and Yes. And I just refuse to do it. So when I get low I just go to the Poke Stop and load up more. Yeah, so. I finally ran out. I, I just got two on the way when I went to the store, but I'm like Yeah, I don't really have the I'm definitely not spending money on it, so mm. So yeah. Anyway, Mike, what have you been playing? Uh, we happy few. I just got out to the okay. town earlier today. Cool. How do you like it? Um, it's interesting. I'll give it that. I, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I yeah. thought the, the transition from being in, in where you first were to the, the safe house was a little weird. Mm -hmm. So there's probably going to be, the, when they finally release the story, that'll explain everything with that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. When do you guys think that will be released? Because um, I forget what, that's Ark Survival. That, that's yeah. been in preview for a long time right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it oftentimes depends on the company, but I would say with this game, I think you're looking at next summer at the very earliest. Yeah, but Ark Survival has been making, uh, you know, strides like nobody's business. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And there's no release date for that yet, is there? No, but it's still way worth playing right now. It's an amazing yeah. game. Yeah. I, I, matter of fact, I may get back into that. I, I'm not sure yet. It's and maybe, to... you know, if you could drag us into that, we could actually get the community together on a server. Yeah. Which would yeah. actually be kind of fun. Yeah, what you would. It's, 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 say it's hard to do solo. I mean, I, yeah. I built an empire solo, but it wasn't on a PvP server. Right, right, right. Okay. And so, uh, I also got FIFA 16, you know, uh, be, a, be a pro player thing. You know, mm -hmm. I've been doing that. Um, and I played some NHL 17 this week. And, and uh,. You know, well, well, we'll get to it in the discussion, but that's pretty much what I've been, what I've been up to. All right, awesome. So that does it for what we've been playing. Let's move into discussion, and we are going to talk NHL 17, but first, um, our listeners, Shucks. our listeners come first. So we're gonna we're gonna go through some fan mail here and answer some of the questions that we have. Uh, we actually have three questions this week. First comes from Justin, uh, known as Raz Heavy Power. Um, uh, he says, guys, great show. Keep up the good work. Thanks a lot for that, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, question is, what do you guys think of season passes and the new game editions such as Standard, Deluxe, and Ultimate Editions? Money, 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 yes. money, money. Yes. Yeah. Yes. More money, not as much money. Yeah. A little bit less money. Guaranteed, <laughs> mo guaranteed money. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess I'll kick it off by saying this. I, Unless it's a franchise that you're a tried and true fan of. Mm -hmm. And you know you're gonna play this in multiplayer like till for two years. You know, just hold off on the season pass. Don't buy the season pass. Yeah, I will tell you, I almost bought the season pass for the division, and I would have regretted that. Oh yeah, forever. Yeah. Yep. But but now there's a point too where say if you're gonna buy one, you might consider buying the season pass because yep. price difference is not much more, right? Correct. What? Well. Yes and no. Here's the thing: like the season pass for Call of Duty is what fifty dollars. Yeah. And each individual map pack is fifteen. Yeah. Was there a time where season pass wasn't that much money? Yeah, but you know. Things change. Capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, there, there is a lot, there are some season passes that aren't that much. If I remember right, like the Sunset Overdrive season pass was like twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. something like that, and that to me was well worth it because I played it. You know, I but I played the game first, knew I loved it, and I bought the season pass. So, um, there are season passes where you just don't get the bang for the buck, or you move on to another game. Yeah, like I remember how excited we all were for Battlefront, right? You can remember. Yeah, and I bet a lot of people got sucked into that season pass. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Telling you, I if I had bought that, it'd be wasted money at this point. I've just moved on to other stuff. Yep. Not that I hate Battlefront, I don't. Yeah. But I've just moved on to other stuff. Um, For me, the games where I would buy a season pass are like Halo. Mm -hmm. Um, Right about it. (laughs) What was the last season pass you bought? Battlefield Four. And I will buy yeah. Battlefield 1. Absolutely. So Me that's too. the other one. Yeah, yeah I'd probably buy yeah. Battlefield. Yeah, for sure. But, like, the, you know, the, even some of the ones where the incentive is kind of there, like, for racing games, you get all these other cars, you know, there, there's enough cars to begin with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say that's not really it's, appealing to me. Um, You know, like, Graham, you'll try out WWE 2K16 next, you know, next month, but those games have like those season passes bring back like old legends and stuff like that and they're see, cool to play with. see that's kind of tempting to me because that's how i know wwf yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, those bring in a lot of old legends and stuff like that or people in different you know um outfits and they then they wrestle in now like they wrestled in 10 years ago mm-hmm. something like that so those are okay most most of the time i think season passes are an absolute money grab because these companies know that most of their player race is going to be gone after three months. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're, you're right. It, it guarantees yep. them money, like Mike said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you come to the additions of games, I, I really, for me, I mean, it, here's the thing. I, I did pay you for the, like, Super Ultimate Edition of Madden. Yeah. <laughs> super <laughs> Ultimate Mega. I did. <laughs> because I'm going to play a ton of Madden Ultimate Team. I've said on the show before, like, I play one mode in every sports game. It keeps yeah. them all fresh for me. It keeps me interested in all of them. Mm-hmm. Madden's my one for Ultimate Team. So the fact that the Super Ultimate Edition comes with like all these packs and an Ultimate Team, awesome, worth it for me. Yeah. So, but now outside of that, like Gears 4 or whatever, if you aren't into collecting like these statues or this stuff that comes for the stuff for like $250. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. really no point. What do you guys think on these, on these special editions? Um, I, yeah, when it comes to the ones that, like, okay, for, every once in a while one comes across that I think would be interesting, like the, the Pip-Boy edition for Fallout 4, you know, that may actually be worth it, but then again, a lot of people probably think that the, like, the, the big humongous one for Dark Souls 3 and uh, Gears of War and stuff like that are worth it to them, but it, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's a, a personal taste thing. It's but true, I mean, and whether you can afford it, right? Right, right. And 99 times out of 100, I just buy the standard edition. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff that comes with the, these these uh, deluxe editions stuff like that is just fluff. Or, you know, um, like I won't play Hut in NHL, um, so I'm not going to get anything besides the standard edition for it. Right. You know. So, and as far as the season pass goes, most of the time it's just guaranteed money. You know. Yep. Totally. And, and, you know, sometimes it's like Fallout 4 where everything is awesome, and then sometimes it's like uh, The Division where it's, you know. Yeah. That's one I'm glad I did not buy it. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty much my take on it. So let, me, let me ask you guys this. Have either of you guys ever bought the, like, deluxe Super Ultimate thing with the statue? I know, Graham, you bought the Pip-Boy Edition. Yes, I bought the Pip-Boy Edition. So are you, do you regret that at all? 
No. Um, actually, when I did use it, I really enjoyed it. Like, I really did. And I still think sometime... Well, I don't know if I'll ever play Fallout 4 again. <laughs> but if I could do it again, I would put the Pip-Boy on again. And, yeah, no, for sure. I... And I have it on display now, and it's probably one of the coolest ones that they've come out with, mm -hmm. as far as like interactive. You can use it, and it looks cool, right? It's not just like a statue just stands there the whole time and does nothing. Mm -hmm. um, I even actually I bought the collector's edition of Fallout of the anthology, where it comes in like the nuke from like um, Megaton. Yeah. And like you push the button, it makes like the explosion sound with like the bottle cap sound. Like and it's really such cool. A nerd. <laughs> yeah, when I look around, I'm like, yeah, I'm a nerd. Hey, I'm proud. Of you. And like when they come out with the Legend of Zelda edition, I've never bought anything for the Legend of Zelda collection, even though I have a pretty big collection. It's on Twitter. It's on our Twitter account. Yeah, right? it is on Twitter. I will buy it. And, um, and the fact that I have money to burn sometimes, I'm like, all right, I'll just buy it. But mm -hmm. I appreciate all the stuff I buy. I don't buy it just for the sake of I got this. Mm -hmm. I like what I buy. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, have you ever bought any of these? No. Um, I'm not one of those people who likes to do the real-life collectible stuff. Um, yeah. Mainly because I lose things in fires. So uh, <laughs> That's true. That, that's a good reason. So uh, the investment is not there for me. I will, mm -hmm. nine, like I said, nine times out of ten, I will buy the, the regular version and then buy a season pass later unless it's... Like Battlefield Four, or Battlefield One. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, no. I mean, I keep it simple. I, I keep it missionary. So, so of... something else great about you know digital purchases is that they are fireproof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like you know yeah, the yeah, statue. I know the statues and stuff. Digital yeah. statue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have I have dove into this twice actually, both times Call of Duty. So no, once I bought the the one that came with like the night vision goggles. Oh, you bought the night vision goggles? I did. They that actually have cool. some pretty cool stuff with like the yeah. RC car and stuff like that. And that's the other one I got. <laughs> I terrorized the shit out of my poor dog with that thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. That's not what around. they're for, Tyler. It's not what it's for. I know, but he was young. He could run around then and yeah. like try to attack it. Now he would just cry. Hmm. <laughs> so anyway. Um, but but yeah, if, I'll say something on Season Pass. Um, yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, like I bought Season Pass for Fallout 4. <laughs> and I've played the crap out of all the DLCs. Um, I kind of fell off with the last few ones, like the Contraptions one. Mm. I'll try to Vault one, but I definitely got my money's worth out of it. I even got on early before they raised the price of it, because then they realized, oh, wow, we're releasing all this, we should charge more. Because, like, Nuka Cola Town or Nuka, not Nuka Cola, yeah, Nuka Cola Town or Nuka Town is coming out. Mm -hmm. And, like, that one's going to be a pretty substantial DLC. So, I already have that one, so I'm good with that. I bought the, the season pass for The Witcher 3. Yeah. And I haven't played any of the DLC. I've heard the DLC is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't regret buying it because hopefully, mm -hmm. eventually, I'll get back into it and I'll play yeah. it. And NHL 17, I will buy the Super Ultimate Mega Edition. Yeah. Just because, to me, it, it's worth it. Like, every week you get some packs to open up in Hockey, hockey Ultimate Team. Mm -hmm. So, um, and like I said, with EA Access, you get a discount on all that stuff too, right? Yes, so it's, yep. it's well worth it. But, Graham, you're also going to be streaming Hockey Ultimate Team for a podcast, correct? I am. And yeah. I... I'm looking forward to it, and uh, 
Hopefully there's some uh, Leaf fans because when I start up, you got to pick your favorite team. And I will pick the Leafs. So, um, hey, you can hate on the Leafs. I'm okay with that. It's it's just healthy competition. Do you remember when they had Randy Carlisle as their coach, Graham? Yeah, whatever happened to him. Where is he now? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And thanks for taking our goalie too, Mike. (laughs) I got to personally thank you for that. I don't, know if you you've, too. I don't know if you've heard, but Bernier is going to the Ducks. Yeah. No way. Yes. Yeah, he is. He's already there. They, what they, the? They brought him up from the AHL. They're like, okay, we're going to bring you on board. That's it. I, I give up. I know, it's, man. It's time, to like, to, it's time to lynch the GM. Do you like bye, a bye, bye. Wild Jersey, Mike? No. Okay. All right. So, last thing I'll say this season passes is this, I guess. Um, Graham, you brought a really good point, like supporting a game. And I, I think sometimes, like, if a game really just gives you that experience that, you know, gives you hundreds of hours and is really fun, mm-hmm. sometimes they deserve the reward, right? Yeah, like Red that Project, man. Like, it. they're doing really good now. Like, or CD Project Red? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, CD Project Red, yeah. Yep. So, Red Project, I think, was something like an 80s movie. <laughs> but, but, uh,. Anyway, you're, yeah, exactly. I mean, the way I look at it, too, is, like, NHL. Remember in the past, Mike, when you'd have to buy, like, the boost packs and all that crap? Yeah. For your mm-hmm. dude? Mm-hmm. I, I never had a problem doing that because I always got hundreds and hundreds of hours out of the game. Right. Yeah. So why not support them, you know? And yeah. I've always kind of seen it that way. But anyway, uh, well, that... Sorry, yeah. I, I was going to mention this. Another one I, I will get for sure is the Mass Effect Andromeda. Because I've bought all yeah. their DLCs one by one. So if I can get them all in like one lower price, then yeah, yeah, hundred percent for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, great question. Uh, thanks, Raz, for sending that in. For sure. Um, next comes from Alex. Uh, Alex from uh, Minnesota, actually, uh, a friend of mine. He can be found on uh, Viking Sully on Xbox Live. So, um, you know, and Alex writes in with a couple questions. One. In regards to cross-platform, you guys covered by Sony wouldn't want to do it last week. I remember a few years back, uh, a Microsoft game on iPhone called Wordament that let users add to Xbox Gamer Score from the phone platform. If Microsoft is committed to cross-platform, will we see more mobile titles? Seems like a very easy way for Microsoft to increase revenue, but it would possibly hurt Windows Phone sales. So, Mike, do you remember Wordament? No. No, I, I I do actually. Graham, you said you remembered it a little bit. Yes, right? yeah, no, I, I played it. I, I enjoyed playing it actually. Yeah. Um, you see, like what country and stuff like that. I was, mm-hmm. It was always it's it was fun, right? It's really yep. a quick time killer. But I really liked the idea. Yeah, that the the gamer score like crossed over, mm-hmm. and like I think more companies need to do this because. People just like seeing that number and like adding up and seeing your yeah. progression through pretty much life. Like you've been playing this for three years or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, Wordament was one of those games, Mike, for your benefit and whoever else is listening that hasn't ever heard of it. You can download it on your phone. And it's kind of the game where you get like the screen full, the tiles of letters. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Boggle. You form basically. games. Yeah, it's kind of like Boggle. You form letters, you form words with connecting letters, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get points for it, and you have timed rounds, if I remember it right. Yeah, yeah. not much but time either. You could play it on your iPhone and get Xbox Live achievements oh. and have it add to your achievement score. Um, you can play on Windows Phone and have the same thing. But so, first part of the question that I want to address is the Windows Phone portion. I really think they're about to give up on Windows Phone, period. I agree. Uh, they just I, laid off hundreds of people that were involved in their phone division. Oh, really, hey? Yeah, like today. 
Every time I look at Windows Phone, I just giggle. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Their money maker is Windows, yeah. and an Office, and their brand recognition is Xbox. Like that's how people worldwide know them, you know. And it's like a popular brand name. What about the Zune, man? Don't forget the Zune. Yeah, the Zune has gone the way of the Windows Phone. <laughs> yeah, pretty like, much. You know, they should they should sell like a combo, you know, of like Zune Windows Phone and sell a Zune, uh, uh, you know, and just yes. go. Yes. You know. <laughs> Here's here's all the we the we'll call it the we suck bundle and put it out there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I don't think they care about the phone division. Mm-hmm. I think they're slowly but surely saying that, and I would bet that a year or two from now, Windows Phone doesn't even exist. Yeah, I agree. So now, here's what I'm gonna throw out to you guys. How cool would it be speaking of cross platform? I don't know if you can do this on mobile, but you can certainly do it on PC. What if you brought back something like one versus 100 and said, we're going to do this. And now that we have a bigger base of people between PC and, and Xbox, we're going to do this and have these live events again. Cause remember Mike back in like 2009 when this was a thing, yeah, it was like event gaming. Like yeah. everybody was there at that time. Yep. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. Everybody was hoping like I actually got into the 100, like a couple of times. Yeah. It's really fun. And, and it's cool, and it's truly a community experience. Right. So, and I know it was really expensive because of the, the sponsors and everything, but what do you guys think about something like that becoming part of the cross-platform thing? Because that basically doubles or triples almost your, your user base. Mike, what do you think? Uh, if it's like 1 versus 100, where it's a game show type of thing, absolutely. I mean, I'd be down for that. I, I You know, I... I don't know if the company was leasing the rights lost the rights or however that whole thing went, but it was it was definitely about rights. Otherwise, I think that would have stuck around. Um, as far as like the achievements go, uh, if you're going to be playing it on, on a Windows phone, then you should get the win- the Windows PC achievements, not an Xbox mm-hmm. achievement. I don't like I don't like how the, that's going to come across. You know, mm-hmm. you want you want to get an achievement, get it on the Xbox. But uh, that's that's pretty much it for me. So you're saying you're worried about like inflated achievement scores? Yeah, yeah, I guess. And it's just if you're gonna get an Xbox gamer score, then you do it on the Xbox. So you think it should be like with apps like Netflix, you can get achievements, quote unquote, but there were zero. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, fair enough. Graham, what are your thoughts? Well, I like the idea of if they share like the similar brand, or you can like download it on both. That they should share like achievements and stuff like that. So if I get the achievement on one platform, like why should I have to do it again, right? Because yeah. I've already done it. I showed that I can do it and stuff like that. And I was just thinking another game too, which they could do this, and it would be nice if they did this, was with threes. Because yes. like you can get it on the Xbox and yeah. you can get it on mobile. So mm-hmm. if there was a way that... Because lots of times I play it more on my phone than I do on my Xbox. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm wherever I am waiting for something, if I just want to kill some time, mm-hmm. so if you get that really really good score or where you got to get like six of them on the screen or six sixes on the screen or something, yeah, like that's hard to do. So if you got to try mm-hmm. to do that again, it's it'd be kind of frustrating. So it almost pushes you as like, okay, I don't want to do it on my phone. I want to do it on my Xbox. But now yeah. you're 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 forcing yeah. it, right? So, so you know, I like I like that yeah. idea. And I, I'm I'm kind of with you, Graham. You know, Mike, I get what you're saying 100%. I, I think the whole idea of like of Xbox Play Anywhere, though, mm-hmm. is that you get an achievement on one thing, it's good on everything, right? And you you buy the game on PC, it's good on Xbox. You buy the it game is going to be that way, PC. though, right? 
It is. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for Microsoft published games. Yeah. But I think the best games for, like, this total community experience, and, and this isn't quite what Alex was asking, but um, the best type of games for that community experience are, like, the trivia-type games, like the 1 versus 100, yeah. or the Trivial Pursuit-type thing, yeah. Yeah, where yeah. you could have everybody doing it on their own thing and then just keep tallying the scores, right? Mm-hmm. So that type of thing would, would be great, and you could have people doing it on PC and doing it on xbox and maybe even doing it on mobile i'm not sure how well that would work though but see we're talking like this but this kind of hints about what nintendo is doing like if they're actually going to come out with something that actually you can use portable and like it goes on the internet and stuff like that yes then see they're they're kind of getting there okay but i don't have to take my xbox with me to do it yeah no but you're taking your windows phone Okay, but that's not my NX. I'm not taking my NX. <laughs> like, I'm not unplugging it, taking it in the car. Yeah. To do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I get what you're saying, and they're moving in that direction, which is awesome, but mm-hmm. I'm just wondering about the logistics of it all. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. In regards to Pokemon Go, Alex thinks there will be safety features in the game. Um, the example he gave is, in essence, shuts off, shuts the app off. When speeds reach over like 10 kilometers an hour. Are there any safety features you guys like to see in the game or anything put in to kind of combat some of these weird stories we've heard about people doing really stupid shit? I got one. Yeah, go for it. Okay, they need to put in some kind of alert button. So if, you you know, because here, not like in Canada, we have people that will wait at these PokeGo um, locations and try to jack your shit. Yes. So if you can manage to get away, you can put out an alert that says, you know, bad people here. And yeah, a more alert, yeah, a, a lot of you get yeah. a lot of those messages, and people will not come around there, yeah. and then they'll go away. I think but that now, would be an, now, yeah, I think that would be an excellent addition. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying now that just gives something for people to abuse. Maybe they don't want people to go there, right? So like, okay, there's somebody bad here, just so nobody goes there. Sadly, I could see people doing that. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know what? At the same time, it seems like when everybody gets together, the good people that are playing Pokemon Go, um, they won't do stuff like that. They just seem to like the community and like to talk to people and all that stuff. You know, I see pictures on Reddit all the time. You know, I mean, it, but it needs to be in there for, to to warn people. I mean, sorry, but, you know, everything, everything in this world gets abused. But I guess people should do it, like, in groups or, like, yep. like it, I know it, it kind of takes away from if you're, like, by yourself or you don't really have that many friends, but, which is bad. Like, they take advantage of somebody by themselves. But if there was a way to make it, like, more social, I guess, and make people go as groups... Like I'm, I'm sure all these things we're thinking of, if other people are thinking of, whether they're coming up with an app separately that does it, because like you search on your phone now, like you'll see so many different like apps related to Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. So I could see that, like there being an app saying, okay, there's people like you shouldn't go here or something like that, or this is a dangerous part of the like neighborhood, because some people might be like, oh, there's uh, like. There's something over there, so I'm gonna keep walking in that direction, and they don't know they're like walking like, like wrong side of the tracks or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there's something like, okay, this is a high crime area, <laughs> you don't want to go there. So yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, if there was an alert like that, that that kind of makes sense. I think I think the the most obvious one, and I love Mike's idea. I think you should do that. I think it's make something that enables people to say like, hey, "Danger, Will Robinson," you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but. 
I, I think the best idea is the one Alex proposed, which is, you know, the speed thing. Like, people that do this in their cars are morons. Yep. And deserve whatever just ridiculous happens to them. The problem is, it's going to happen to other people, too, at no fault of their own. And they don't deserve yeah. that. Well, it's still, people so, are going to be texting, people are going to be talking. Right, but here's a way, though, that, you know, I, I've never been a believer that you defend stupid shit by saying other people do other stupid shit. Mm-hmm. If you can combat this stupid shit by saying, if you're traveling at this speed or more, we're going to shut your app off. Yeah. We don't care how many eggs you're trying to hatch. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Because... Yes, eight out of every ten might be just be trying to hatch eggs and might not be even be looking at the phone. Mm-hmm. But the two out of ten are like staring at their phone trying to catch, you know, Pikachu. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. At seventy miles an hour. Yeah. But that's see, not that's not cool. No. Yeah. Bottom line, the company has covered their ass though, because they put that warning at right at the beginning. Be aware of your surroundings. That doesn't cover you for shit. No. No, but that's legally uh, that doesn't cover you for shit. <laughs> that's like. You know, yeah. really? If you give a like, no. a, like that doesn't no, cover. No, legally that doesn't cover shit. Has to be it's, any, it's like, like, here, here, like here. Pro tip, guys: putting the wet floor sign on the floor when there's a spill. Like if you're in a store and you see a wet floor sign, and you fall and like crack your elbow, you can still sue. Yep. It's it's not, it's not the wet floor sign doesn't like take away all the faults. You know, it's yep. the same thing here. What yeah. they're putting up the beginning of that app is like a wet floor sign. Yeah. That doesn't to, do it. It needs to be in the, the license agreement. But I think if you took measures to say, hey, we, you know, say 10 kilometers an hour, if you're going faster than that, we shut you off. Yeah. Now they now they have an argument to say, we're taking these measures to provide a safe environment for our players and prevent stupid things from happening. Yeah. Now they have more of a footing where if somebody tried to sue them, they could say, you know, we're doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're more protected in that sense. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I think there are some measures they could include. I do think the speed one's the best one. But um, that, uh, that's a great question. Thank you. Uh, he did have one more comment, uh, which I'll just quickly direct at Mike. Um, he's also looking forward to Uno. Probably not for the same converted <laughs> reasons Mike is, but... Oh yeah, because yes. I was so I was so pro dick, wasn't I? <laughs> Here we go again. Yeah, this is too Don't easy. Get me fucking started, dude. <laughs> Why we can't have nice things? All right. So make sure you forward those pictures to Mike's inbox. Yeah, just strictly to Mike. Don't send it to ThirdSingGaming, MailThirdSingGaming.com. Please don't do that. Please do. Because um, Tyler's the one who reads them. Please. Jesus. All right. Teach him a lesson. He thinks he's so fucking funny. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, now, the last topic for discussion. NHL 17 beta. Um, we've had an opportunity to play this. And we've played pretty much exclusively eSports Hockey League. So, like 15 games, know, would you say, we played? No, it's actually closer to 25. Wow. There um, we go. So, here's the thing. So, if you're... We're not going to be able to give you a lot of insight on Ultimate Team or on Versus. No. I opened my card packs. <laughs> I played a couple of Versus games, too. All right. So, Grant might be able to give you a little bit on that. But we're not going to be able to give you a lot of insight on the other two, but ESports Hockey will be able to give you quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. All right. So, at 
my opinion, then I'll throw it out to you guys. At first glance, like from afar, it seems like not a lot's different. But when you start looking in, you see kind of the way the game plays, the way the mechanics work, the way the goalies work. It's a very different game. AI. You can tell that they've done a lot to improve the way the game actually functions, the way the game flows, and what it takes to win. So, Mike, you I'm going to throw it to you first, because you are the one who kind of gets a little worked up sometimes over NHL. So I'm going to let you get your stuff out there, and we'll go from there. Mike, what do you think of the game so far? Okay, well, with the EASHL, the, the new ranks and unlockables and everything like that, mm-hmm. it's just great, but a lot of the ranks, I mean, a lot of the unlockables is just stuff that you could have straight access to last year. I mean, it, it's like, okay, so you're going to make us level up to get the same stuff we had last year? Okay. Um, I like I liked the arena deal. I like starting from scratch and almost having nothing as far as uniforms and, and a, a rink to play in. I mean that 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 one interests me. I, it's not it's kind of the same concept, but it's not. But this, that that part I like. Mm. However, you get to the gameplay, and outside of the the fence, not rushing behind the net, um, you know, every time, yep. a lot of it feels the same to me. Um, the goalies do not feel the same to me, though. Mm. Um, the goalies seem to let some weird stuff go and kind of act kind of normal like a human being would, which is just fine. But yep. like that one game that we actually lost. I mean, all they did was throw it at the goalie from, from you know, from just retarded angles, and it just went in. You know, it's like, yeah. really? You know? And then uh, there was that debauchery when we had the human goalie in there <laughs> who jumped out of the way of the pucks. You who know? was that? I don't know, man. Whoever it was. Um, but as far as the breakout hey, goes... You, by the way, you missed the, the game we played last night in drop-in. Wow. You, you would be ready to award Graham the Vesna. <laughs> he made it look like a superstar. And he was like begging to be on our club. Yeah. Oh no. All right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. going back to the gameplay, um, besides a few, a few different animation things, it, it all feels the same to me, except for either five or seven the defensemen go flying up to the line and put the brakes on and then do a stupid pass instead of, you know, whatever it was they did last year. Um, they still get in your way when you're trying to backskate. They will go out of your out of their way and just stop you from from backskating it's it's it, it oh god it it feels the exact same to me i mean some the exact same stuff happens it did last year you know so I, I don't see like where the year's worth of of crap was besides maybe they changed a whole bunch of other modes and you know they added the you know the upgrades and stuff like that but the the, the core game does not feel that different to me it really doesn't Okay, so Graham, I know you're going to disagree with some stuff here. Just give me your overall impressions of the game, and then we'll dive into some things specifically. Okay, um, yeah, I definitely agree. I disagree with a lot of that stuff. But anyways, um, definitely number one, no more behind the net crap with the AI. Yep. The AI has really improved. They move the puck good. They they pass, and I'm actually more confident to let them have the puck for a while and see what they do. Um. About the rink upgrading progression system, like Mike talked about, yes, that's amazing. Like, now you f- you feel like you're not just putting in all these games for just so you go up in division and you face other people. Now you like you own the jerseys, like you wear like the colors and the logos with pride because you're now you're working for something. And the f- fact that we haven't really got very far into the upgrading, but like mm-hmm. I know what what is available and all that stuff. 
And like we're gonna go through the beta, we're gonna unlock a lot of this stuff and experience a lot of it, and then we're gonna lose it all. Yep. But then like when we start over and we know whatever we do, we're gonna keep it. Like there's so much incentive for you not to just restart like from scratch to try to get that perfect record. So yeah. like yeah, no, I really like yeah. that idea. Um, the fact you get badges now for your club, that's really good. Um, and the low budget ranks look really good and realistic, and it's yeah, just yeah. not the one angle over and over. Like so, like we played 25 games, and every time we see it, I'm like, oh, this is a little different, or showing something like that. Mm. Um, I'll just keep going quickly here. Don't want to get anything too deep. Yeah. Uh, the passing, much more improved and realistic. Uh, there's so many times when we played NHL 16, I'm like, that pass should have made it through. Like, I am a professional athlete. I should be able to get from A to B with a puck. Well, mm -hmm. now you can do that more often. Like, it's nowhere near as frustrating as last year's. Like, so yeah. many times. Like, some stuff, it's still the same, but a lot of it has improved. Uh, the goalie, goalie handles shots much better now. Mm -hmm. uh, they're smarter with passing it out. Uh, they don't do, like, now they do, like, subtle saves instead of, like, the big throw the glove up because you're like, okay, if that was real NHL, they wouldn't, like, be so dramatic. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, oh, lots of improvements. So, so first, let's let's talk about the, the upgrade system. So, both individually and as a team, okay? Mm -hmm. Um... So individually, you upgrade by unlocking, you know, you level up and you unlock uh, certain things, be it hairstyles or sticks or helmets or any type of equipment, uh, goal celebrations, everything like that. As a team, you unlock, you know, stuff for your stadium, Scoreboard, yeah. uh, stuff for your jersey, you know, things like that. You know, uniform, it's all right. You can unlock logos and everything like that. Like you start with nothing on the front of your jersey at all once your team hits level 10 you can have a letter on the front of your jersey it's a little rewards though right that's yeah. the thing like i'd so, rather unlock things mm -hmm. like as i go with my player than have like everything accessible because yes. like okay everything's accessible so i'm basically going to pick everything now and i'm probably never going to change it but now yeah. as i unlock stuff I mm -hmm. go and check it. Oh, what did I unlock? I'm like, oh, screw it. I'll wear it for a while, and then when I upgrade, I'll put on something else. So, right. And so here's kind of how I see it. One, they're trying to do a couple things here. One is to keep teams, like Graham, you said, from rebooting constantly. Mm -hmm. And two, they're trying to keep people engaged in the game longer. So rather than play it for three, four, five months, and then right around Christmas, when you get you know new games for Christmas, bailing on it, they're trying to keep you in longer because you can earn more stuff, unlock more things, blah, blah, blah. There's more to do. Mm -hmm. So now you're chasing more than just trying to be the Division One champion, right? Um, which only so many teams are good enough to do, let's be honest. Yep. I mean, we're, we're pretty consistently a Division Two slash maybe Division One when we're really playing well type of team. Yeah. So... I think those those do a couple of really good things. Mike, you talked about you expressed a little bit of frustration at you know unlocking stuff that you could have had from the beginning last year. But overall, do you think the unlock system is good or bad, and why? Um, like I said, it's you know it unlocks things that you already had access to last year. Mm -hmm. I don't see the point. I, I I guess if you're trying to get people to you know have a little longevity in the game, sure. But I mean. It's it's kind of like what EA does. I mean, they they take it away and then they give it the next year and vice versa. So yeah. that's pretty much, in my opinion, what they did with this this move. Okay. 
Graham, how about you? I know you talked a little bit about it, but just touch on it briefly. Uh, yeah, I think they had to do that, though, because, like yeah. I said, you just can't unlock everything right at the beginning. And it gives, like, the celebrations, it gives you something to go for. Like, it's like, you, like, it tells you you unlocked something. So you're like, oh, what did I unlock? So I know, like, it's pretty, like, minuscule stuff like that. But it's still little rewards, right? It shows you you're progressing, yeah. you're getting somewhere. And who knows, there's probably achievements linked up to it as well, right? Yeah, we, and we won't know until early September on that mm -hmm. front. But, all right, so there's that. And then I kind of want to break down gameplay into three different segments. So let's talk about goalies first. Because goalies last year could be exploited incredibly easily. AI goalies. Yeah, AI <laughs> goalies. And human goalies, too, if you know how to do the wraparound shot. Mm -hmm. But... So what do we think of goalies from the experience that we've had? We've all had varying degrees of games. But, you know, what uh, What do we think about the goalies so far? Graham, go ahead. Yeah, like, the way that they, like, handle, like, shots now and, like, like say, they get big in the net instead of making the dramatic save. And, like, I've seen them now make a lot of, like, good passes. Like, they'll come out and they'll, like, try to move the play up the boards. And they didn't do that before. And, like, sometimes they would, like, go behind and bobble the puck and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, they still let in some bad goals that shouldn't be let in. But that happens in the NHL. And, like, with the amount of games we play, like, we play, okay, 25 games. That's almost a quarter of the season of some teams play. Mm -hmm. So, say, if you watch your your team play the whole year, you'll see a couple bad goals go in and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, it, no, I, I like how they went with the goalie. Uh, as far as controlling the goalie, I don't see a lot of differences. <laughs> I don't either. Um, I find it harder. It <laughs> I don't harder. know if my opponents are better for the beta, but, yeah, I find it harder. But, no, I like how they do the 40 different stances. I think that's the mm -hmm. Because I went through them, I'm like, yeah, I see no difference. <laughs> I'm just going to pick one. Yeah. But I'm sure people with more of the mindset of a playing goalie, they know that stuff better, right? Yeah, I actually saw some differences with them. But Mike, what are your thoughts on goalies? I think the goalies are easier this year. I think yeah. they they yeah. com they commit um, a lot easier this year. You know, they would explain those goals that we had, like uh, um, uh, when you know, like when a, not just the smash and grab ones that we that I do all the time when you're coming down the wing, but like uh, when I when I when I shot it at the goalie. It had already gone down, and it was it was an easy pick in the corner. But it, the reason why he gone down is because I you know I, I faked it. Yeah. So I mean, you know, or like the ones where it, it bounces right off of him, and he's already down on the ice. He has nowhere to go, and it's wide open behind him because he's already out of the, the crease. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I find this year to be a lot easier to score. Mm -hmm. So you say um, more realistic, easy. Um. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, that's a question. I mean, do you, do you feel like it's easy in a more realistic sense or not so much well well the way the game is played on the, the pc is i mean i mean on the xbox is a lot different than it's played in real life so right. I, I can't compare the two because if the, if you play the, the game like uh in real life like you play it on here there would there would be football scores you know yeah so i i i, I don't it's like it's like i'm comparing apples to oranges i mean yeah if, so I can't give you one. I can't give you one on that. All I know is that is that the goalies, because they don't do the superhuman saves anymore, they commit a lot easier. So if a rebound's out, you know everybody everybody you know dive. Otherwise, it's right. Easy. And I, I know that to some extent. I I think uh, I think it's a little more realistic in the sense that you get rewarded for getting traffic in front. Screens mm -hmm. matter. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you get rewarded for more reward for deflections this year. And like if you have a superstar too, like going up on a goalie, a lot of times they will get a goal, like because yeah. the the defenseman's got to keep them out. So if they get by, then mm-hmm. most likely there will be a goal. Yeah. So that's why I think if you're alone, like you can pick the corners pretty good before the goalie can save it, mm-hmm. which to me seems a little more realistic. Yeah. I, what I love though is that the goalie gets big when the goalie should get big. Mm-hmm. You know, and just uses their body to block the shot and. You know, last year and years prior, every every single save was like, oh, watch me flash my glove, you know, and make, like, Statue of Liberty type save and all that type stuff. And um, see, and well, that would freeze the puck a lot more as well. Yes. So, I like that. I like that you're rewarded, like I said, for getting traffic in front and getting deflections on the goaltender and crashing the net because that's how the majority of goals in the NHL are scored, period. And so I like that piece. Now, let's move on. Because we don't want to drag this out into like an hour-long discussion with NHL yeah, 17. Yeah. But defensemen, I think this is the single biggest improvement in the game. I, I think last year we saw them, like, you know, every time they get the puck, they go, like, pin it behind yeah. the net by themselves with nobody close to them yeah. until there's a guy on top of them, and then they, like, kick it out, turn it over, mm-hmm. you know, and they'd always take it behind the net, and they would do just make just terrible decisions. They would never cover the back post, the, the, the far side. Yeah. For the one for the cross crease one timer, that has all seemed to change. It's very difficult to get that pass across now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now you'll see defensemen do what they should do. They get the puck and they flip it up the boards, even if it's not to a specific person. It's just to get it out of danger. Yeah, yeah. that's a big big change. So, what do you guys think on that? Well, um, yeah, I can I can see that. I mean, they did improve the defensive AI. I just don't like the what, what what's going to be the 2016 thing of taking it behind the net is the one where they take it and they they burn all their their extra boost mm. taking it to the line and then shitting themselves, you know. Yeah, I mean, I see a little bit of that. Yeah, that seems to stick out a lot to me. But yeah, but you know, and they still do that thing where they are not conscious of where you are on the ice and will skate right behind you slower than the snail and cause you to to, to lose the person you're on. Beyond that, it seems it seems pretty good. I right. think you need to play more like with them instead of like not Dude. having like any faith Dude. in them. Dude. No, I'm serious. No, because they, they, well, they'll even take the puck down and go like take a shot, and then when you do they do that, you guys they're like pinch, right? And then you got to kind of like support them. I'm talking well, I'm talking about when we're on the back skate going into yeah, the zone. Yeah. I they come into my my area, hold me up. They get and the other person scores because they just pin, they just picked me off. Yeah, right, they do right. get in the way though. They sure. do. They do. So, Graham, your thoughts on the defenseman? Um, no, I think that's probably was the biggest complaint that everybody had for yes. NHL 16 for AI. Yes. Yeah, for AI for sure, and they made a big effort to improve it. And like I said, they didn't get all the areas fixed or whatever like that. They still do some stupid stuff, but overall, like I said. It's not as frustrating. I have more faith in them. They're more part of the team instead of just in the way and like just numbers now. They're actually part of the team. Yeah. So yeah. But overall, like I'd rather play with all human controlled players. Like that's the preferable experience for yeah. me. But uh, but yeah, no, they've definitely improved it. So agreed. Definitely. So last thing I want to touch on is playing forward. We all have a lot of experience with that, all three of us. Um, yeah. What I love this year, and I'll just kick it off. What I love is that, you know, last year there were so few classes to mm-hmm. play as that everybody was kind of good at everything to varying degrees. 
And you could go in even as a grinder and like deke people. Yeah. Like it was stupid. Mm-hmm. So this year, what I like is like I played a lot of hitting snipers so far. And yeah, my player can freaking rip the top corner. Like nobody's business. You can hit too. But if I but if I try if yeah, you can hit like crazy, but if I try to deke somebody, that's not gonna be a successful endeavor. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. And if I try to thread the needle with a pass, that's not going to be terribly successful either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love that. What are you guys thoughts on playing forward so far? What do you like? What do you not like? Um, I like uh, I like uh, um, playmaker. I like power forward. Mm -hmm. I do not like um, the, what is the heavy uh, jumbo playmaker. playmaker. Jumbo, jumbo playmaker. playmaker. Yeah. God, that's a bad class. Couldn't couldn't <laughs> catch a puck to save his life. My God. Um, but like with playmaker, um, going up the ice, going into defensive zone, the, the defensemen are, are are more aggressive this year. You know they'll let you get so far in before they they stop and they attack you. But the second that they stop and make their first forward motion, all you got to do is do a full deke to the left and you're in. You know, yeah. uh, unless they manage to catch your puck. But as far as the cross crease goes, they have done a far better job in uh, um, covering stuff like that. So I, I I noticed that. But they still haven't gotten the the to rip it and, and, and put it in uh, goal down. Yeah. You know, bouncing off the goalie. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, and the power forward seems to be really nice. It's got a decent shot. Um, hits well. Um, can, can, can actually, you know, puck in. I'll catch a puck in the defensive zone, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so far from what I've played, those two have been the best so far. Okay. Graham, your thoughts? Yeah, as far as uh, classes, I've mainly been using two-way dangler. It was a new one that was introduced, so yeah. I figured I'd try it out. Modeled after um, Datsuk, by the way. Yeah, modeled after Datsuk, which is not a bad player to be modeled yeah. after. I, I enjoy playing two-way dangler. He's pretty good at shooting. He's got good uh, puck handling skills. Um, I'm, I don't know if it's me, but my deking is pretty pretty bad with the dangler. Um but yeah, no, he's got a good shot and go in. He's got good agility, lots of speed. Um, the other class I played has been uh, two-way forward, which uh, I played a lot of that one last year, and I see improvements. But I like too about the experience, like uh, different classes. You get experience for doing like, like stick lifts or something like that. With uh, you get, I don't know if you get more or you get them with other classes. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I like how each every class you kind of contribute in different ways. Mm -hmm. It's not like okay, you only get experience from goals and assists. You actually get it from like playing defensive position properly or back skating, depending yeah. on what class. So I, th they seem to have really like tailored the getting badges and level not leveling up, but uh, getting experience right. points towards classes. And I really feel like this year, um, the. You know, last year there were so many times where everybody was a power forward. Yeah. I feel like they're working against that this year. To, you're going to be rewarded for how you assemble your team and everybody playing a specific role. Yeah. And if everybody's a power forward, everybody's a hang sniper, everybody's these things, you're going to be vulnerable. Yeah. And you're going to be able to be beaten easy, more easily than by having a balanced team. Right. So I like that a lot. But uh, we're going to be playing more. Um, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Third Sun Gaming for feedback on the NHL 17 beta. And you know what? Play the NHL 17 beta. Get out there. We are trying to work out how to stream. 
this thing. There is a problem on Xbox right now with uh, with streaming on Twitch for the Angel 17 beta. Hoping they get that fixed, but we're working on our end, our end as well, trying to find a workaround for it. We can play some drop-in games, too, if you guys are up for it. Because we actually have a couple of coats to give away, and we really yeah. want to give them away. But uh, we, we're unable to stream so far. So uh, when that happens, we'll be able to to give those codes away hopefully it's in the next day or two so uh that's it for a discussion this week a good discussion thank you guys for the questions uh, please uh you know please if you listen to the show you you want to take part in the discussion you like the two guys who sent in questions tonight send in questions to mail at thirdsongaming.com really appreciate it we'd rather talk about what you want to hear Instead yep. of just making up whatever the hell we want. So, <laughs> yeah, don't no. give us that much so, power. No, don't give us that much power. It'll be terrible. So, like, you know, talk chicken. All right. <laughs> so, let's get out of here. We've been here for quite a while. Sounds good. Yeah, we let's have. Let's, up, let's play some NHL, up, so boys. Let's get out of here, play some NHL. Uh, so, for Mike, for Graham, I am Tyler. I actually did it right this week. I actually know who the hell you I got am. got your name right. Uh, yeah. This has been episode 10 of the Third Sun Gaming Podcast. We really appreciate you joining us. Please follow us on Twitter at Third Sun Gaming. Follow, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Hit that subscribe button. Just uh, look up Third Sun Gaming. Hit subscribe. Make sure you never miss an episode. Join us in the discussion, uh, both on Twitter, as I mentioned, and go to the website, www.thirdsungaming.com. Hit that forum button. NHL 17. Yep. Click on that forum button, sign up, and take part in the discussion. Let us know what you think of the beta. Let us know what you think of other games. What you're excited for this fall. A lot of stuff coming out starting in about a month from now. So, with all that, again, for Mike and for Graham, I am Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us for episode 10. We will be back next week with episode 11, a full recap on the NHL 17 beta, as as well as all the news of the week, new releases and deals of the week, plus any rumors uh, heading into the big releases coming this fall. So, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Later, Gators.